Hello, welcome on board B 1 0 7 FM. How is your day? Whatever the season of your life or part of the year that we are in, remember that God is the anchor of your life. In Him, you can find the strength and wisdom you need, but most of all, the joy of knowing that we are His and He is ours. I'm Pastor Kenny from Trinity Christian Center, and I'm glad to be able to share from God's Word. May God's Word be your inspiration for what you need to do today. Yesterday, I started sharing from 2 Kings chapter 4 about how a widow and her son was facing a situation of lack. But she was asked, What do you have? Her response was that your servant has nothing there at all except a small jar of olive oil. So what did Elisha instruct the widow to do? Let's find out after this worship chorus. Faith is believing the impossible. Faith is the substance of a miracle. Faith is the assurance that will make you say everything will be alright. Without faith. Without faith it is impossible to please the one who we are living for. Faith is assurance that will make you say everything will be alright.
impossible. You say, I'm taking the limits of all things are possible. What can you have? I can have favor, I can have promise, I can have joy and speak up. I'm taking the limits of all things are possible, possible. In verse 3 of 2 Kings chapter 4, we see Elijah telling her, Go around and ask all your neighbours for empty jars. Don't just ask for a few. Elisha was preparing her to have an experience of faith. He was stretching her belief in the impossible. Remember that she only had a small jar of oil? She's now to borrow vessels. Furthermore, the instruction is don't ask for just a few. In essence, don't limit yourself. Borrow as much as you can. Stretch your limit. That's right. Ask God for creative solutions to your situations. Maybe you are facing a shortage of staff or are facing more complex demands in your workplace or family. You may have to go beyond the norm in order to find solutions that will work. Friends, in such circumstances, it goes beyond human planning and logic. Just as Elisha prodded the widow to go beyond her human understanding to ask for a number of containers or vessels, we need to go beyond the limitations of our human logic and ask. Ask God largely that we can innovate ourselves and our ministry so that we can expand our horizons to handle more complex issues. Maybe some of us are hit by what I call the smallness mentality. That's right. The smallness mentality. We don't think we or what we do can amount to anything big. And we are thinking that, hey, there is that limit that we can do because we don't have a lot. That is what I term the smallness mentality. We are all limited by the smallness that we feel or think. You see, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon to call him uh, for the ministry, to save the Israelites from the hands of the Midianites. Gideon responded with a smallness mentality as well. 
In Judges chapter 6, verse 14 to 16, the Lord turned to Gideon and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not calling you? But, see the response of Gideon? He said, But Lord, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Gideon could not believe that God would use his smallness to accomplish great things. Maybe some of us are like Gideon. We feel that we cannot because we look too small. We have limited resources. Our capacity is just too limited. Plus, our less than pleasant experience from the past. Well, if we carry this smallness mentality, we will be limited by this mentality. Our smallness mentality also causes us to miss the miracles that God has done or is wanting to do in our midst. But hey, I may be small, but the God whom I serve is not. The God whom Gideon served is not small, and the God whom Elijah and the widow served is definitely not small. We are miserable because what we expect from God is minimal. Therefore, ask God largely and not minimally. We have not because we ask not. So come on, look to God and begin to ask Him largely for His will to be done. To serve God with a posture of faith, we avail what we have and not lament what we do not have. To serve God with a posture of faith, we ask largely because we trust in a powerful and mighty God. There is a third thing that we can glean from this whole incident that Elijah has ministered to this widow and her sons. And that is, we can serve God with obedience and not with reservation. Look at verse 5. The widow left him, left Elisha, and she shut the door behind her and her sons in obedience to the instruction of Elisha. And they brought the jars. She called for the jars to be borrowed Remember that? And they brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. The, the widow was swift to respond in obedience to Elisha's instruction. She gathered all the containers she could find and even borrowed the containers from her neighbours. She kept pouring oil. Remember that was what Elisha told her to do? She kept pouring oil until there was no jar left. There must be so much oil that was supplied to her that not only was the money from the sale of oil enough to repay her debt, but there was enough to sustain her family for a while. I wonder how many households did she borrow the jars from, but it sure makes her house look like a shop with all the jars of oil ready for sale. You see, the widow could have acted with reservation. She could have doubted as to the numbers of containers to prepare and to borrow. After all, she only had a small jar of oil to start with. What can a prophet like Elisha do? What is the point of labouring so hard to gather vessels when the future 
looks so bleak. Moreover, she had to close the door behind her while doing all this. Why so secretive? I can imagine all these questions running through her mind upon hearing the instructions from Elisha. Nevertheless, she would not let such a thought or mindset derail her from experiencing a miracle from God. She chose to walk in faith through acting with obedience. Friends, we cannot just avail our jar of oil and ask largely for the impossible. We need to get into action. And when we act, it cannot be with reservation. Have we allowed doubts to creep into our hearts to the point that we become cynical over what God wants us to do in our lives? Some of you may be saying, but pastor, how would I be able to act with obedience when I have many things that I don't understand and there is so much frustration surrounding my situation in work, in my life, in my family and ministry? What is important is that we are doing the right things and honouring God in that situation. We may have all the information or may not have all the understanding and even may not understand all the rationale behind what we do. But we know that we need to honour God and the people involved by doing the right things. And so, let's do it in obedience. When the widow acted with obedience and not with reservation, the result was the miracle of having her debt being paid, being settled. Would you receive that miracle of a breakthrough in your life as you do likewise? There's the name of this beautiful woman called Helen Adams Keller. And this name is known around the world as a symbol of courage in the face of overwhelming odds. Helen Keller was born in Alabama in 1880. When she was only 19 months old, she contracted a fever that left her blind and deaf. Thank God for the two teachers in her life, Anne Sullivan and Polly Thompson, who helped evoke and develop the child's enormous intelligence. Helen Keller did not see her handicap as preventing her from learning and achieving in life. She availed what she had, and that was her intelligence. For she wrote, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do something that I can do. Indeed, she put the something that she had to good use. From a young age, she was determined to go college and be a blessing to mankind, especially to those who are blind. She was a woman who asked largely and not minimally. She did not let herself be limited by a smallness mentality because of her physical limitations. She continued to push the limits through believing and asking for the impossible. And that led her to make great accomplishments 
in education, literature, politics and social activism. She was not afraid to ask God for a vision even though she could not see. She had this to say, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. She was one character who would act with obedience and not with reservation. And her faith in God kept her going through her difficulties. Senator Lister Hugh of Alabama gave an eulogy during the public memorial service of Helen Keller. He said, She will live on, one of the few, the immortal names not born to die. Her spirit will endure as long as a man can read and stories can be told of this woman who showed the world that there are no boundaries to courage and faith. Friends, we too need to serve God with such a posture of faith. And we can do that by availing what we have, by asking God largely and by acting in obedience. May God herald you to greater breakthroughs as you take up this posture in life. This is Pastor Kenny signing out. See you tomorrow and God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Centre, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless. Oh,